Oh, wow. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. So, so hello. <laughs> Hi. Hey, Ian. How's it going? It's going well. Good. Yeah. Awesome. I liked our little portrait we just did. With the sandwiches. Yeah, the sandwich is so good. <laughs> I'm... I'm pretty glad I put the coconut oil on there. That coconut oil made it happen. Yeah, that was the best. So when I asked you what your favorite food was, you seemed to say it right away. Uh, yeah, I mean, peanut butter is probably like my hands down first and favorite thing. It's a it's a vegan staple, isn't it? It, yeah, you can. I don't know. I've eaten a lot of peanut butter sandwiches in my life. <laughs> it's easy. You don't have to like cook and prep and yeah, like, do a bunch of stuff. Yeah, you don't have to think about it. You don't even have to toast the bread. You could just go. <laughs> yeah, you could just eat it. I eat it by the spoonful. Yeah. Do you? Oh no, you don't eat honey, right? No. Okay. Not anymore. Because I, I used to mix it with honey too. That's so good. And but do you do jelly, peanut butter, and jelly? Um, occasionally. It's very rare. Okay. Yeah. Just but, mostly this. Like, what is? Yeah. I, I keep on saying cayenne, but it's crushed. Pepper. Yeah, it's chili flakes. Chili flakes. Okay. Yep. So peanut butter and chili flakes sandwich. Yep. Oh, it's so good. Toasted with a little bit of oh, yeah, coconut no, Toasted oil. with coconut yeah. which is new today. Yeah. Yes. It's a new add-on, which like is excellent. made it zing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yup. I would eat that again. I actually still have mine. I can't wait to there's, finish it. There's two more of you. <gasps> you are a artist. Yes. Mm. Um... So I mainly now work in line work, like drawing, line drawings. Um, they're very symmetric and very, part, how could I say, meticulous. Yeah, meticulous, that's a good yes. word. Yeah, they are, they look, everything, I look through your notebooks and everything is very meticulous. It's kind of planned out. I mean, it's on a grid, so it makes it easy, but um, yes. Very detailed. Even your handwriting is very, like, you kind of write the way you draw. A little very bit. Very kind of straight and yeah. small and, like, perfect in the line and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Now, have you always been that way? Were you... No. No. Not necessarily. Um, when I first moved up here, I went to CBA, and I, I always had, like, a sketchbook and would write and draw on it, and it was just everything yeah one of my teachers was like instead of writing in a journal and having drawings why don't you just put them all together and it like totally whoa. got me down this path that I'm on now so whoa how long ago was that that was 2000 yeah whoa and you've been doing that since yep crazy is it no along with your drawings being meticulous and all of that is your living space that meticulous I try to make it that way okay yeah. so that's a yes <laughs> <laughs> so that's things definitely, yes. definitely have a certain spot and I yeah. like to put them back where they you know and if, if it's not put back right would you like totally unravel um if it's done by somebody else if it's done by me I don't care yeah well yeah <laughs> like no one wants anybody to mess up their system yeah, yeah. is it hard works works the same way too <laughs> yeah really yeah I like working a certain way and like everything's like organized and labeled and stuff like that and that's why your job that you have is yeah. perfect fit yeah because it's kind of all of that 
yeah, in one. Try to make work and life and art. Yeah. Like work. Things flow into each other. Work is a form of art, mm-hmm. right? Well, according to Ai Weiwei, yeah, he's like, what is it? Uh, I, I'm trying to think of the quote, but it's pretty much art and life. I don't make a diff or I don't. There's no difference in it for me or something. Ooh, yeah, that's good. I have to think on that for a second because you kind of make everything the way it is. So if you you should choose the way you live your life according to what you want to do, right? So if it's art, your life, should, your work should be art. Well. Yeah. Kind of? But you also have to pay the bills. But what if you pay the bills with your art? I've had a hard time doing that. <laughs> Wait, you mean Honestly. that's hard? Is that hard to do? <laughs> I, this is new for me. Just kidding. Um, but, but do you think that, like, do you think it'd be a sellout? Because I kind of said stuff about using your art to create, like, puzzles or books mm-hmm. or something that you could sell more of, like, a product. Is that something that you would consider doing or is that kind of ruins the whole thing i think with the way i work now it's become much easier to think that way yeah um i definitely see avenues where it could like like you were talking about oh you should make a coloring book for kids something like that um it definitely translates really easily you know to the fine art side and then just flip it right back over to kind of more of the commercial side of things yeah yeah I think that um more I think that having like mass-produced stuff at like Target and stuff like that should be illegal (laughs) (laughs) like mass-produced art pieces and people should have to buy it directly from the artists like creative books and like art pieces but that's a silly thing to have then there'd be no Targets well, they'd be Target. They're just like everything has to be from an actual artist oh. rather than like a mass-produced company that just like everyone has the same painting on their wall made out of plastic. Yeah, that that's that I find really sad. Like those kind of home decor. Yeah, live places like live, Bed Bath and yes, eat, <laughs> eat love, pray. Yeah, that kind pray. Of- yeah. <laughs> We didn't want to be confused. We just wanted to make sure that this is the room you eat in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I always think that people should have authentic artwork on their wall and like yours. Like, you should sell that. People should put that on their wall and it should be illegal for anybody, anybody else to just print that off and make copies. And <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, I think, I think I see a lot of artists... Like with Scott Seekins too, it's like he could make coloring books. Yeah, he, could, he really and that could. You could make money doing They'd stuff like really, that. They'd be really, really cool too. Yeah, and people would love that. Like mm-hmm. a local artist giving it to their kids, and like, oh, I know this guy from Minneapolis from the seventies, and like now my kid has a coloring book of him, and yeah. like that stuff would be cool. But why doesn't he do it? Because that's more commercial thinking and like business mindset. I think that. A lot of artists don't think about. Yeah. It's, I feel like when I was going to school to be, an originally to, to do illustration, but realized I was much more of a fine artist, mm-hmm. that um, I had a hard time 
thinking that way. Mm -hmm. like, you know, you'd make pieces, but how do you go about making a living from it? Right, that's very common. It's, I, I think as like artists too, or just people who want to create art and they do it because they love it, I imagine. Um, but no one loves trying to get money from people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think a lot of artists are authentic and they don't think that way and like trying to take from somebody else or some. I don't know, maybe that's wrong, but that's just kind of everybody I meet, I see that. I mean, obviously you have to hustle your artwork and stuff, but it's harder to think that way. And I don't know, maybe I'm wrong there, but. <laughs> trading, lots of trading. Trading, yes, that's a thing that's easy, yeah. It can get messy though. Just like the worth in mm -hmm. each side? Yeah. I don't know. I could definitely see that, but. Do you ever trade? Have you done that? Yeah, mostly what I used to make zines. Oh, cool. Way back in the day. Cool. Yeah. What did you trade for then? Um, other scenes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but little pieces of artwork, people's photographs, um, a mixtape. Cool. Getting mixtapes. Um, From the actual artists or just like, yeah, like friends and yeah. other artists and stuff. Cool. Yeah. I love that too. Does music is does music play a big role in your art? Hmm. I could say with some of the music I listen to now, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it has been an influence. Just you know, rhythm and re repetition, lots of repetition. Because that's what you yeah that's what you do. Do you listen ever to the same? music over and over to on that same project oh no i change it up okay but i have my go-to's to be like oh this is this kind of piece this will get this you into this. it yeah yeah that's cool what else influences your artwork um patterns like seeing um different things out and about that are like like a wheel well like how that's designed and the shapes go into and they're all different and how do you yeah. um or like manhole covers are really cool i think uh some mm -hmm. of them that out there that are the nina foundries yeah those are pretty cool um let's see what else oh the stencils i was talking yes about. those stencils are really cool yeah so it's like a washer or a coin or uh, somebody's leftover um, tag off like a product like that help hang it and stuff and then oh, cool. you just t I take those and go along the outline and then make little designs from that that so, blows my mind that is so cool you said you have two drawers full of I, I have yeah like I keep them in these little plastic containers that are probably the size of like a little small Tupperware container. I have about four of them filled. That is yeah. so cool. And they're not, so they're stencils, but they're not actual stencils that you no. buy. You find them in the world. Yeah. It's like a broken barrette or something like that. Cool. Or like, you know, a lens from a, some sunglasses. And you like, you find inspiration from just being just, out in the world. Yeah. Just walking around. That's so cool. 
That is so cool. It like it literally will make my day if I find some stencils. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see somebody observing you from across the street and you like are looking on the ground and you're just like so excited to go oh, home treasure. and you just like Yeah. It's like when you know, kids finding I don't know, their favorite rock that yeah. day. <laughs> it's something I just held on to that since I was a kid, just that I don't innate wonder and curiosity about the the things that other people just pass on by. That is so cool. How do you hold on to that? I feel like it's so hard to hold on to that youthful feeling. Uh I you just I don't know. It's like the never ending search, I guess. I just yeah. hold that in me and be like, Oh, maybe I'll on this next trip I'll find something or Oh, cool. Like that. So. that is so cool. Have you ever lost that? And then, like, went back to... Like, like lost your um, inspiration, and you found yourself not doing anything with it, and then oh, you have yeah. to get yourself back there? Yeah. I think for a lot... I don't... Myself, I don't know if a lot of artists felt this way, but, like, your my routine, the last year and a half is just it was thrown out the window like going to a coffee shop and drawing for a few hours after work or yeah things like that With, it's just yeah how did you deal um i played a lot of video games <laughs> <laughs> to just and i did i also make mo like paint models and stuff so that just something where I could work and yeah. be creative, but not necessarily have to like use a hundred percent to my brain. Yeah, like I usually do with a lot of this, the drawings. But so, did you did you work at the job you were at during the shutdown? Mm-hmm. Okay. I had well, one job I had, I was doing maintenance for a apartment company, mm. and that was just that I left that, and now I'm at the co-op now so. Oh, okay so you kind of did a switch yeah i took a between. month off and oh that's I saved some money yeah. <laughs> saved a lot of money during covid but yeah and then found something that i knew would be a much better fit so, so so you saved a lot of money during covid i feel like a lot of people like spent a lot of money on like ordering their groceries and like i all did that a stuff fair and... amount of that yeah okay yeah, yeah. That's nice. I feel like a lot of people took that time to really look at their life and make some changes. So it might be, might have been a good thing for some people. <laughs> Do you feel like it was a good thing to happen or? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, looking back at it now. Yeah. Definitely. Kind of but, gives the, you a, but in the moment you didn't think that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just trying to make it through the next day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody thought that it was a good thing yeah. during it. But... I just hope we don't have another shutdown. Not like what we had, yeah. Yeah. So. But um, do you feel like you were less motivated and less inspired than when you were stuck inside, or do you feel mm -hmm. like it was a good time to work? Um, I found myself drawing less and less. Okay. Just not having, like, the ability to be mobile and go around and, mm -hmm. like... Um, your own people 
yeah so being in the world kind of inspires you mm -hmm. yeah are you an introvert or an extrovert i'm very introverted <laughs> i kind of knew that yeah anyway, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so do you think that's the way of communicating with the world is observing and like getting inspired is yeah. that like your way of interacting with everybody without being an extrovert yeah i soak up a lot yeah. i notice a lot of things uh i don't know very observant oh no i'm like what do you think of all of this now now i'm uncomfortable oh no this <laughs> i'm just is kidding cool. like, you changed this whole room to be your workspace it is it's it's definitely a workspace the issue with all of my workspaces is they don't look perfect and meticulously oh. <laughs> it's like a chaos but also kind of works but yeah um does your does your work like what does your workspace look like because i bet you have a desk and drawers and pens and yeah everything pretty much i have um now i i used to have a big wooden desk but i got rid of that just a simple tabletop kind of wood desk with two small drawers and then um that are filled with stencils <laughs> the stencils actually i built this little thing out of an old wine box like when you get a wine box yeah um so i turned it on its side and it's like this little cabinet with with drawers cool. and i have the stencils up there a paper and everything up there too and then the on the pen sit on top of that whoa cool. and it's like on little stilts on the so oh. all my sketchbooks are below that so at any time i can just be like Boom, oh, okay, there's so it's like idea. it's like a little level up and then it's like yeah oh that's cool just yeah that sounds very organized <laughs> i've lived in so many different places over the time i've been up in the twin cities that you've kind of come up with a system that's nice yeah, yeah. i i can relate to that very much yeah you kind of just make it work and a lot of things that you you don't buy a bunch of stuff you <laughs> use what you have yes <laughs> you turn a, a bed frame into a um how could i say office yeah desk storage in one mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah you use what you can so i get that that's cool do you okay being a struggling artist <laughs> do you feel like um grateful because you get to be more creative in how you use your stuff uh, I've always, a little bit, yes. Uh, and one thing, going to a coffee shop and stuff, I had to always have it in my backpack. Oh, yeah. So, like, I would make little boxes and things to store all that in. And, um, I still work that way. Oh, like, cool. In, like, this mobile, ready-to-go, commando mode at any time. Like, I could just, like, throw it in the backpack and, like, go. Yeah. You know? So. so you have everything with you. Like yep. you, like you have your desk at home, but then you have it ready to go, mm -hmm. like a travel away. Um, do you think that that like you don't need to do that? Like, do you think you created that habit? And now it's just like the way you work. Yeah. Yeah, like you just get into that. It's it's harder for me to work at home than to work when I'm out. Why is that? Because um, I think it's the when I'm home I can just on the couch or you get distracted. <laughs> there's other distractions you have to face yourself <laughs> with distractions 
Um, being out, you get a certain amount of time, and I have to use that time. Yeah, because you don't want to, you don't want to step away to pee. You might leave your, lose your good spot at the coffee shop. You <laughs> got you. Much. That's the timer, right? Yeah, <laughs> that or just the hours of anything that's open. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, I used to be that way too with editing weddings and stuff. I would have to go to a coffee shop and I would put my headphones on and I would just get it done. But if I was at home, it, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I don't, I'm trying to figure out why that is. So that's why I ask. I feel like you can be yourself at home and when you're like, I can just do whatever now but if you're in public you kind of have to work like you can't just like lounge and eat snacks and stuff you just like you, a lot of people you do. and your work <laughs> that's true you can <laughs> but i yes it's it's a mental state of being like in the zone to work oh yeah so that i find sense. it's easier to get in the zone if i'm outside of my house interesting do you have a favorite coffee shop? Um, it's changed. Uh, it used to be Cafetto, but that it just seems like that's such a more of a gathering space now mm -hmm. that I find it hard to to work there. Um, there's Canteen, which is pretty quiet. I like that spot. I've heard of it. Where I'm is Bryant, that? Bryant, and I think Thirty Third. Oh, yes, I do like that spot. Yeah. yeah. I've been there. Um, those are were my main two. Or Bob's. Oh yeah, Bob's again. is always good. Like on a nice sunny day, like oh, that lighting is perfect. And with yeah, they lift the windows open too. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. I like Bob's. Nellie likes Bob's. I and bet they're dog friendly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is nice. Do you get more creative in the summer then than the winter? Because if you're outside, or does does the cold not bother you? Uh, it doesn't. It's it's kind of an all year thing. Hmm. I like, I. I would say the physical nature of like being on a bike and the and that kind of thing in the summertime is, it. Being physical helps your creative juices get going. Mm -hmm. So, um. I feel in the summertime, it's uh, like sketch ideation, mm -hmm. um, gathering up those, it's very like hunter-gatherer <laughs> thing I'm about to say, but like in the summer, you, in fall, like you prep and gather all your stuff together, sure. and then like in the wintertime, that's when I will sit down and I'll just bust out a bunch of pieces, because I already have that, like harvest yeah <laughs> ready to go so that makes sense that's cool that's a cool way of like thinking about that um do you i guess you're not in the service industry or anything because i always have a winter lull for photography and like bartending do you yeah. ever have a lull in like work or like summertime at the co-op is our slow time it is okay yeah. so um, that's kind of nice. It is. It's because that way you can nice. bike around and go to coffee shops and yeah, find and like, cool things to be inspired by. And very cool. So, what do you do in the summer? Like, um, 
do you do a lot of art or do you um like do you do go to shows like what is what is your what do your days look like yeah um <laughs> let's see well i've been painting lately which is a whole nother Ooh. thing but um outside no uh at home <laughs> which cool. is like i said very different but um getting oh what I, what my day looks like yeah what does your what does your normal typical summer day look like so um let's see i wake up at 4 30 and get ready to go to work then come home take a nap oh yeah that's an early shift yeah and then uh 4 30 that's i don't get to work till six but that's when i wake up yeah yeah and then um I'll get on the bike and just find a place to go. Um, otherwise, if there's a show, I'll, like I saw a first show last night for like an actual indoor event. That's so exciting. <laughs> um, otherwise, it's hanging out with some of my friends and just talking about stuff. Um, making a lot of good vegan food at home. I love to cook. Yum. So I like, well, one day I'll do that and then have food for like four days. <laughs> really? Yeah. So you spend like, a, what, a couple hours, three hours? Oh yeah. It could be like three to four hours and I'm just cooking. Oh wow. What and do you, then, what kind of stuff do you cook? Oh, I love Thai food. Um, I made sushi for the homemade sushi for the first time this week but with wait sushi yeah but are you vegan yeah you can make vegan sushi <laughs> <laughs> like avocado rolls and stuff yeah kind of it was okay. uh and <laughs> edamame like... uh toasted walnut caramelized <gasps> walnut um with carrots and kimchi Yum, that sounds so yummy. It was it was awesome. And then just have that with some tamari and oh, that's just perfect. Yeah. That does sound really good. And you make all that oh, at home. With she's she so leaves. It's yeah. like a new thing I found. My my friend grows them in her backyard. Does so it wrap around? It's common in uh that cuisine. Um, you kind of like put it on top of the rice and then you put your fillings and then you roll it oh. so it's it's a flavor it's hard to explain it's like a mix between coriander and mint and uh i just i could go on but it's like that sounds so yummy i might need some recipes from you okay <laughs> like for real that sounds so good I I always wanted to make those like it has rice paper and then salmon on it like and then I don't remember the filling but you roll it up and like fry it and then you cut it up it looks so yummy I don't know what it's called do you know what I'm talking about maybe uh, it's been a long time since I've like gone and had sushi yeah for sure I mean I I just saw it on like a cooking video I haven't actually even had it in a restaurant or anything or but. Do you make Thai curry soup? Mm-hmm. It's my favorite. I have a few different kinds of Thai curry soup. 
You do? Yeah. A red, a, a green. <laughs> a yellow, a masaman. Yeah. I don't know if I have a yellow one yet, but... Yeah. I, I, I think I've I'm tried the yellow. I'm a recipe collector as well. Are you? Yeah, I love finding new recipes. No, do you do you read the recipe and do everything like very perfectly, or do you kind of go off? It's depends. Like okay. if it's, I will change this or add that, or mm -hmm. just depending on my mood. You can't do that with baking, can you? I uh, I haven't baked a lot. <laughs> do you you don't bake? Do you bake? Uh, occasionally, mostly over the holidays. Okay. So, are you in charge of doing all the baking in your family? I do a lot of the cooking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if it's not my brother and his family, then it's, it's you. me and my sister. You? <laughs> do you guys do it together? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we yeah. we have a. We just made. We usually would make like a traditional pot pie every year from scratch oh cool and so this year we changed it up to be gluten-free and vegan and oh. like found this really good um vegan bacon recipe with porcini mushrooms oh, they're they're really good oh my god that would be really good with yeah. what kind porcini oh mushrooms. my gosh yeah do you put like maple syrup on it there's there's origave yeah, okay. Maple okay. syrup or agave. Oh my yeah. gosh, that sounds so good. And you fry it. Yeah, it's like this weird bake fry thing that you have to do, but oh. it turns out like it kind of has the texture of bacon, but tastes just like it. It's like that salty, yeah, that really saltiness to it. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay, I want that. Res I want all your recipes. <laughs> <laughs> like that sounds so yummy. Oh my gosh. So, is your your sister eats meat? Yes. Yeah, because you live yep. with her, and you guys, how is that? Do you, like, in the same kitchen, is that fine? Oh, yeah. She yeah. has her own, you, you know, everything. Yeah. So. so, you're okay with, like, living with somebody who makes meat, like, meat meals and stuff? Because yeah. I know some people are weird about that. I think when she makes the bacon popcorn, like, bacon fat popcorn, that is really overwhelming. <laughs> I had to be like, okay, let's open it some windows. But, oh. <laughs> but I mean, to somebody I didn't know walking that was a in, thing. That's, that's a thing. It's in another time, in another life. I that would pro that would be my bomb. Oh yeah. Thing to go to. <laughs> oh yeah. Does she ever make like bone broth and stuff and? Uh, not that much. Okay, because um, I can stink up the house. I know I've done that. Yeah, it's mostly when she makes sausages and stuff like that. Mm -hmm, sure, know. yeah. But um, do you... Oh, she doesn't come up with <laughs> <saying> that. <laughs> so sticky. Well, at least she doesn't get that, like, the, those fish like that stink up everything. Oh, Does yeah. That gross you I don't know if I can deal with I don't that. think anyone can. Like, what is... Um, what's the... Uh, what am I thinking about the jellyfish? The squid? Nope. Shrimp? Have you ever had any Ludovisky? Uh, I probably had like a dime-sized piece when I was a kid. I was like, this is horrible. Really? <laughs> it's really bad. It's... Oh. Um, Are you Norwegian? I'm Irish. You're mainly, Irish. Okay. And, but we do have some Norwegian, I believe, on my dad's side. Um, 
and some Creole, French, Indian, Creole, something like that. Oh, cool. It's from my, my great-grandma, or my grandma. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to trace my lineage through both sides at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, so you ate that with your families on your... Yeah, there was a lot of, uh, like, on my mom's side, that heavily food, like, food was a big, 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 big thing. Um, they actually have a family cookbook oh, on wow. that side of all the gathered recipes from all the cousins and aunts and uncles. And, oh, wow. Yeah. Have you made uh, made any of it? Do you have an access no, to those? No, I need to get a copy of that. Yeah, I could see you <laughs> getting into it. Yeah. That would be fun, especially as I hear ancestors, and that's what they eat. That's that's why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> you're made out of all that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Is it is it a thing where, like you really enjoy the food that your ancestors enjoyed? Like, if they say you really like seafood, maybe you're from somewhere where there's a vast amount of, like, fish and stuff that they ate. Um, I don't know. Like, there's certain things, I think, like potatoes and root vegetables and stuff that I've gotten into a lot more mm -hmm. that I knew was around when I was a kid. But, um... There's also, like, really bad recipes. Like, there's this jellied raspberry fruit thing that's, like, it would get just passed around the table. Just <laughs> would not no get No one eaten. ever got no one. it. And what? it always got made. And we're all oh like, my why? Gosh, why? Is that, so is that, like, a jelly fruit thingy? Is it's, that? It's, like. So like How the cranberry stuff and like Thanksgiving because I never really liked the cranberries. Kind of like that, but it was it's this weird. I don't know if it was made with marshmallows. Oh. Or like it's like a raspberry sauce and marshmallows and like. Yes. It's, I've never liked that stuff. <laughs> I have had it in my family too. Yeah. I pass it on to and no one eats it. Well, except for you know my grandparents. Yeah, yeah. I think that was, <laughs> Or you get it dumped on your plate by by the uncle you're sitting yep. next to. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's never good. No. Who likes that? Old people. Yeah, that's weird. Um, so maybe that theory isn't true. I always feel like it's not that true. I feel like your taste can change and, you know, what you're exposed to is different. But do you like do you like seafood? Uh, I never really did. Never really did? Okay. I liked sushi a lot, but I never really got into, like, oh, let's have some trout or some salmon or yeah. something like that. They say salmon's good for your brain. Do a lot of people get mad at you for not eating meat, saying that you're not... Oh, no. I don't... You're not getting all your vitamins or your proteins and stuff? I really haven't gotten that. Oh, that's um, good. I think the hardest thing is was... When I, we went on vacation this year and visited my family, um, we're all in a cabin together in Tennessee, and they had bought all the food. Mm -hmm. So I'm like trying to figure out what to eat. Yeah. And that was kind of a new, I was not prepped. For, yeah. You know. So what did you do? 
I ate a lot of oats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Quick oats. Yeah. For breakfast and like fruits and stuff like that. And we did end up going to the grocery store and stuff, but it was still like kind of interesting mm -hmm. to figure out mm -hmm. what to eat. When was that? I was over the 4th. Okay, this year? Yeah. Okay. That. A lot of places are still like that too, surprisingly. I went to a diner once when I was a vegetarian, <clears throat> excuse me, and again, all they had was oatmeal. It was not very good. <laughs> that was the only vegetarian option. And oh, it's, wow. That was like last year, <laughs> or some, or like a couple years ago maybe, but it's, yeah, it's wild. But do you, because you're pretty athletic, you bike a lot. Yeah. And do you do anything else? Um. Well, my job is pretty much a full-day workout. I'm sure. lifting, like, 50-pound bags of flour and um, rice and you name it, all that kind of stuff, moving around, walking. What do you, what kind of food do you eat to keep the energy, your energy level up? So I have a large bowl of muesli in the morning and then, uh, like, a snack, some kind of dense snack at about nine o'clock and then I have my lunch at 11:30, and it's like stuff I you know have made at home mm -hmm. so I'll bring that and it's um like like a whole sushi roll like I'll eat like one or two of those oh my gosh <laughs> I just it's I'm so I'm burning calories like constantly yeah. all day long so you eat a lot of it. I don't know how big That's, is a roll. Is it like lunch? Is it? I made them pretty, pretty big. big. Yeah, <laughs> it's the first time I tried to roll it. So, um, that was yeah. Um, so that I had one of those, and then I pretty much go out and take a walk, and then come back in, and it's. I think I do about ten thousand or. 15,000 steps a day something like that. Oh my that. gosh, do yeah. you keep track? I sometimes check it, just if my sister and I are... In a competition? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're checking up on each other. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. Oh, that's fun. I want a friend to do that with, like like a workout competition, like a healthy... Yeah. Do you it, guys ever bet money or no, stuff? No, no, it's never like that. Bet it's rent. mostly just like... <laughs> Oh, hey, I got this many steps today. Yeah. Oh, let me check. Blah, blah, blah. That's so cool. That's awesome. You got so many steps. Yeah, I had a long do this. You know, just stuff like that. Just Fun. Not really competition, but more of like boosting each other on. Sure. So, yeah. yeah. That's a good, that's healthy. That's healthy um, competition boosting. There we go. It's like, <laughs> what am I thinking of moral support? You guys are best friends, aren't you? Yeah, I've known her all her life. <laughs> um, Have you guys always been that close? Pretty, pretty much. Nice. Yeah. Um, babysat her a lot when we were kids, and um, always have felt like I've kept in touch with her really well. Oh, good. Just no matter where we've lived. So. That's awesome. Yeah. And you guys, so you're, if you babysat her, you're quite a bit. Gaffin. Seven years. Oh yeah. wow, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. And you guys are all close and I envy that. <laughs> I yeah. think a lot of people, yeah, don't have that good of a relationship with their sibling. 
I hear like it's always like a, either competition or something like that. So it's really nice to see that closeness. Yeah, there's like no drama. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. So it's been really nice. She has her workspace and I have my workspace. Because um, she's a sewer. Yeah, she makes clothes. Mm-hmm. And alters clothes for my dad <laughs> a lot. Cute. <laughs> yeah. But Number one customer. Yeah, she's um, an amazing apparel designer. Very cool. Does your um, does your living space then look like just giant workspace, or does it actually look like a, a living space? It's the. It's it is more of a workspace. Nice. I would have to say, yeah. Like, there's no, there's kind of a hangout couch yeah. in the living room, mm -hmm. but otherwise it's um, a lot of desks and a lot of things to do creative stuff with. Fun. Yeah. Do you, do you have a TV? No. I didn't think so. I have a monitor and that's about you it. You can watch the internet and stuff, internet stuff, but yeah. not like Netflix or Hulu I Amazon really Prime, cable, ESPN, I don't know, Disney, <laughs> Disney Plus, is that, I don't know. <laughs> Are you trying to get sponsored? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just naming the yeah. things that people watch. <laughs> no, I don't even, I, I mean, I had like two shows I've watched, and that's about it. And if I told you, people would be like, oh, that was like three years ago. <laughs> oh, now so, I want to know. I don't. Um... Let's see. Well, Stranger Things. Uh, I think it was Love, Death, and Robots. That was. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I haven't seen that, but I've heard good things. Um, the Umbrella Academy. Oh yeah, that one's great. Did um, you watch that during the shutdown? When? Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time to watch stuff. So. Yeah, I did that a lot too. Watched a, a few, fair number of movies too. So. Is it is it weird to sit down and watch something for you? Are you the type of person who kind of like is constantly doing stuff and don't doesn't really have time to watch shows? Yeah, and it's like not a part of my mental, like going through my life. Yeah. Like I'm not like oh I get to go home and watch that show. Yeah. It's yeah. just I'm more of like oh I get to go home and like make this amazing meal or I it's I have so many things I like to. Do it's hard for me to sit and just stare at a screen. Yeah, I know. So. I know exactly how that is. Yeah. I mean, my roommate bought our first TV this year. Um, we don't even look at it. <laughs> we yeah. don't use it very often. No. So I feel that. Yeah. It's um, it's definitely a personality things. People who like to do a lot of stuff, it's harder for them to sit still and just stare at something else for a minute. Do you fall asleep if you do it sometimes? If I watch TV. Yeah. Or if you, like, zone out for a second? Um, I definitely lose track of time and and feel like I should be doing something else. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's, uh, I will say, though, that I, I love going to see movies. Oh, yeah, like in the theater? Yeah. Yeah. When's the last time you've gone? Have you gotten recently? Yeah, I went to see... <laughs> It's called Lady Terminator. Oh I my saw gosh. it at the trial on. It is the... It's probably oh. the most, like, 
amount of gun firing off I've seen in a movie ever. Really? Yeah, it's just like constant gunfire the whole movie. Later, Lady... Lady... Lady Terminator. Terminator. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Was it a, ro- a lady it's robot? It's a very B-movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's this... Um, it's a... This lady gets possessed by the, the sea queen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I don't know really what she's going... I think it was this amulet or something Mm -hmm. that she was trying to find. Um, And there's... I won't get into the other good parts about the movie. (laughs) Don't spoil. Yeah, I'm not. um, It's a very sexual movie as well. Really? Yeah. Um, Was it a woman or a man who wrote it? I don't... I don't remember. Okay. It, was, it wasn't a director I'd ever heard of before. I just was so, like, this looks cool to go to. It looks, this sounds cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Anything else you want to share about that spoiling? Um, she's pretty much invincible. So, like, it's pretty cool. Cool. <laughs> I want to say when did Lots you... of explosions at the end, too. Which Ooh, is great. Fun. Yeah, they like blow up a plane. Ooh. To, to actually kill this lady. Like a whole passenger plane? like with... Yeah, <laughs> like a small like little passenger plane. Oh my gosh. And it's got some, oh, some of the most amazing, like funny, um, what could you say, like sound bites? <laughs> like Hilarious cheesy, <laughs> cheesy sound bites, yes. I want to so. see it now. This sounds fun. Is it kind of like a fun, cheesy like, yes. film? I love those. Yes. I love those. Super cheesy. But. My One of my favorite movies is Shoot 'em Up. I haven't heard of that. Okay, well, it's it's kind of like that, where it's like really action-packed but cheesy. Yeah. I highly recommend checking it out, if you ever have time to sit down. Yeah. <laughs> Without feeling guilty. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's it's more of once I've made the choice, then I'm okay with it. But if yeah. I'm like subjected to sitting if you're just and watching like, them, if you come home and you're like, I think I'm just gonna watch TV, and then you feel guilty. You're like, I'm gonna watch this. I, I, I'll do that, but I'll also be like, okay, I have to go do this as well. Yeah, and sure. That justifies it. Yeah. So. Are you a very planned person? Are your days no. very? <laughs> no. No. It's kind of like. I think it is, yeah. kind of now, and then it's not at all. Well, that's the best, right? You make a plan. Yes. And then you destroy it. Yep. Yeah. I feel like that's the best way to to live, because if you go by your plan, then life is boring. There's it always room be. for error. I always, if I do make plans, I'm like very, want to stick to them, because I look forward to that. Sure. It's just a thing from being a kid, like, looking forward to going to the pool or yeah you know having a play date or something like that <laughs> like i i don't know it's but yeah I, i'm not one to like oh plan to, to sit on my butt yeah no yeah i can see that don't plan on like oh day off doing nothing <laughs> getting wasted sitting on my couch and then passing out that's not your plan? No. <laughs> I will say I'll do these stints, which I think has really helped. It's like you set a timer for an hour. Mm-hmm. 
if you don't want to do something, because then it's only for that amount of time. And I find it yeah. helps me to actually, I'll do stuff for like three hours then. Like, painting has been really hard and meticulous just yeah. because it's, it is like filling in these tiny little circles with paint. <laughs> Oh and so of course they are tiny they are they're they like an be. inch by an inch they yeah on a f three foot by four foot canvas Gosh. so like probably thousands of oh circles on this thing that i'm filling in <laughs> anyway that's probably why it's <laughs> taken me 15 odd years to to work on it but um just so cool <laughs> it's one of my friends was like don't finish it ever and I was like, no, ah, I can't do that. No. She's like, no, it's perfect. It's like the ultimate ongoing painting. Oh my gosh. And I was like, no, someday that thing's going to be done. Yeah, I feel like it's your, it's a, almost a lifetime painting. It should be, like where you yeah, keep it going. You hear about these artists that have worked on pieces for like decades. Yeah. And you're like, how could that be? Yeah. And I'm like, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it's, yeah, it's your child. You like to watch it grow mm -hmm. <laughs> and add to it. Do you, do you like to look at the painting? Okay, so I guess I should talk about what we're talking about. Yeah. I don't, um, we're talking about a painting that Ian started back in 2003. Yes. And how big is it? It's four feet by three feet. It's on Masonite. It's acrylic. And it's a portrait of, like, three-quarter view cropped right above my lips and right like where like the top of my head a young you yeah that's the, like that's the, i was 22 i think when that photograph was taken that's that I, the crazy like, part of that too if yeah. it's a portrait of yourself that you're working on still and it's kind of timeless like it doesn't really it's a portrait yeah but it's like in such a way that obscures the age almost? I don't know. I mean, yeah, sure. Is probably it I'll look sense? back yeah. on it and be like, no, it's definitely not an old man, but yeah. like, it spans like so many decades of the kin, I guess. Oh. So. You're blowing my mind right now. I have to like think about that because you're like, it's it's this 20, 20 year old? 22. 20? So I was, I think, 21 or 22 when I took so that you're photo. Like 21, 22. Yeah. But you're going to be working on this. And you're still working on it. And it'd be so cool if you're like working on it until you're like 80. You finally finish <laughs> this 22. I like start painting gray hairs. Yeah. Like, stuff. what if, but like, what if you in this picture, like, you should also take pictures and document the progress of it over the years starting. I have. Yeah. And yeah. put them together. You have? Okay, good. <laughs> Every time I paint, um, I'll take a photo, like, a, once I'm done. Yeah. With that session uh, for the day. Do you have those photos in a spot that you can get a hold of them? Yeah. Have you ever printed them? No. Okay. No. Because um, you would be... You could have... Such amazing gallery when you're 80. <laughs> <laughs> With this progress and all your photos and like a gallery of all the photos and then the final and I don't know. I do want it once it's done. I do want to make like a little video of like a mm -hmm. timeline video. Just be like, <gasps> there should be a documentary about it. There should be the whole thing. We need all of it. 
Because you I will be famous. I might DVD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'll be famous. You will. Uh, once you finish it. I'm... I mean, once you finish this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when this is published, that's when yeah. we go. What do you want for your work? Like, what do you see? Like, what do you... I just... What do you... It's, the, it's just making it. It's just the progress, you know? Yeah. Like, it, each time I make a piece, it somehow influences to me to make another one or, like, gives me ideas on making new cool. pieces. Yeah. And you just enjoy it. Like, you don't really... Yeah, it's not... It's just it's for me, I guess. Yeah, I it's for you. It's not for other people. But you want other people to see it because it's dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're meant to be seen, so I probably should show them. Yeah, you yeah. should always show your work. That's Isn't that what you do? They say work really hard and then make sure you tell everybody about it. Yeah. Because that's important. <laughs> It's the second part I need to start working on more. Well, here's a good start. Yeah. <laughs> but do you... Because you don't have, like, a website. You don't do any of that, do Just you? Just Instagram at the moment. Yeah, yeah, which is? It's Octoset. It's uh, my logo. It's a combination between an octopus and a cassette tape. So cool. Yeah. You like octopus? Octopi? It's actually right here. Oh, there it it's is. The tattoo. Whoa. Yeah. Shake it off, girl. Even Nelly likes it. I know. She's so lazy today. It's <laughs> hilarious. Um, but um, octopus, why octopus? They have eight arms. It's it's this, and they're amazing creatures. They're so amazing. Um, I like octopus, too. Yeah. Right there. Hell yeah. Um, I guess it. I always thought of it as a metaphor of, like, being interested in many different things like being a musician and an artist oh, and a cook yeah. and a mender and a handyman and like all these different things I've done in my life it just fit perfectly that is so cool yeah so, so you feel like um does the number eight mean anything to you or just uh not eight more nine what's nine because I have nine fingers yeah. What? <laughs> what? Don't I've tell me you've I've, never. No, I've never no. noticed that. Oh, this could go on oh for another gosh. hour. Oh my gosh, let me see. You're missing your pinky. How did I yeah. not know this? We need to take a new portrait. <laughs> it's, uh, so the nine is is significant of that. That it's is like really It became cool. very potent for me at 16 when I lost my finger. Like. Okay, I just need to take a moment that I have never noticed that. That's, I'm so sorry. It's crazy. I mean, it's pretty well, like, how could I think? Hidden. Yeah. Because it's your pinky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is. Tell me about your pinky. Yeah, so it... <laughs> famous story in my family. Um, so I was 16, and it's the summer, and my buddy and I, this is the time where you could just hang out and then we'll like skip out of my parents house and go gallivant on the town it, you know all night long so that's what we pretty much did we got some fireworks and some other stuff and our idea was to walk over to where our friend was working at McDonald's and it's about a two mile walk um or so maybe three I don't 
know the layout of Sioux Falls anymore. Um, anyway, so we were walking down one of the main streets in Sioux Falls, and friend sees a cop drive by, and he starts panicking because it's still curfew, all that stuff back then. And he saw the cop turn around, and so he's like really freaked out that they're gonna come for him, so he books it. And we're at this, by this hotel that has a large fence, because it's right by the interstate, and he just climbs the fence and hops over it. And I get my hand stuck at the top going over, and I snap it clean off at the knuckle. Yeah going over the fence. It gets caught in little tines at the top. Yeah. I had, I had my whole body weight just poof, and it's gone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that must have hurt so bad. It felt like somebody took a hammer to my hand and just like smashed my, yeah. I cannot, you're like 16? Yeah. Oh my gosh, and you it's poor in, thing. It's like midnight. Did the cop find my finger? No, I mean, it's it's kind of like running down an embankment and then you see the high fence by the interstate. So we were pretty well hidden. Oh, okay. At that point, um, we tried searching for the finger in the grass. You and couldn't did. find you, it. While you were bleeding? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't profuse. It wasn't like squirting, like all over. It wasn't just constantly bleeding? No. You just lost your whole finger? Um, we, there is a gas station right next door to the hotel, or motel, or whatever you want to call it, and so we went in there, I wrapped it up in the sink with some paper towels, and walked all the way back home. Went in the bathroom, washed it off, wrapped it in a dish towel, or like a tea towel, or whatever, put it in a Ziploc bag, and went to sleep. Because <laughs> I was afraid to tell my parents and wake them up. Wow. What? Yeah. So the next morning we get up. Um, I st it's like, obviously, just like blood. Everything is in. So it wasn't like hadn't bled everywhere or anything. It was pretty good. Um, Mom comes back from doing groceries, and I'm like, hey, something happened, blah, blah, blah. And pretty much told her we lo I lost my finger on the fence, like, on the other side of the field where we lived. Every mom's, like, nightmare yeah, she, right now. Yeah, like, yep. she obviously had good reason to freak out. Yep. And so, um, my friend left on a mission to go find the finger while I went to the hospital. Oh. <laughs> they found the finger. Oh my god. Other friend has a Polaroid of it, like, holding it up. Yeah. Like, it's this, I don't know. Anyway, got, like, one of the best hand surgeries at the hospital to fix me up, and that was that, and... You just, you just fingerless? Yeah. Whew. I have just the knuckle left. So, yeah. That is a fascinating story. <laughs> and also, like, punk rock. <laughs> Pretty much. any. So for the next summer, we'd go to shows, and my friends would all be like, 
tell the story. Oh my god, like, I love it. Or I'm like, not again. <laughs> like, please. And then more and more people would be like, what happened? Oh, oh my god, I love it. And finally, you know, we get like a whole room of kids sitting down quite at a punk oh. A punk rock show? Uh, yeah, I told you that sounds punk rock. And yeah. I'm just telling this story, and everybody's just like gasping and like, oh my god, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it went on for fucking that is months. That's so cool. Yeah, so all the kids in Sioux Falls knew. I'm like holding that. my own pinky. I have this whole story. Oh my gosh, so, you're a legend. Yeah, I can only pinky swear with my right hand. <laughs> so, like, if you want to lie, you should be like, I pinky swear. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you don't have a pinky to swear with on that hand. Yeah, but yeah, they brought it to the hospital, and some security guard took the, the pinky. They had like put it in a bag of ice and mm-hmm. whatever. But at that point, it was. I mean, my my hand was pretty gnarly, going into into the ER or whatever. Mm-hmm. It probably wasn't like a, like it was not as pretty. It's not like straight like that. It was pretty. No, and if you had like some bones sticking out. I would have had it. Well. So, this is the, 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 I can't explain this very well, but when you make okay. a fist, mm-hmm. you know, you have your, your knuckles up here. Yeah. And then, but the ones in your digits, like on the actual finger, it's this one uh-huh. that snapped. And so, and all this skin back to your other knuckle was gone. So it's just a white bone sticking out. Oh. Like a skeleton. Like when yeah. I got off the fence and actually looked at my hand I was like oh, oh it's like the whitest gosh. thing I've were ever you, seen are you a little were you panicked were you kind of freaking out I were you like, like this is kind of right, cool alright I gotta get into like survival mode here mm-hmm. and keep my friend from freaking out yeah. he was more freaked out than I was I had to like <laughs> kind of like calm him down oh my so, gosh that yeah. is crazy that is, that's wild. So how does that affect your art? Uh, I've actually made art pieces, like prints and drawings um, based off of it. It was like one of my first printmaking projects when I went to CBA when I first moved up here. And still have some of those prints. Oh, sure. That's super yeah. cool. So do you, are you uh, ambidextrous? I'm right-handed, you know, for the most part. Um, But I, you know, didn't pick up the guitar until after it happened. I'd always played drums. Okay. And I think it was my friends really just like, yeah, you should really play guitar. Because you only have four, and that's unique. Is that how you got started? Because your friends still... And you loved it. Yeah, yeah, and I still, like, I play in drop like D-A-D-G-A-D because it's like an open tuning. Oh, yeah. I, it was the easiest thing for me to pick up and I've always played in that. Cool. So it's, Whoa. Which is a very odd thing, Irish tuning, which I'm Irish. You're Irish, so. Though. Yeah. Wow, that is so cool. So it's kind of that it's, you've made the best out of a bad situation. Pretty much had to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you didn't have to, but you did. Yeah. Right? That's cool. It's a great story. It is a great story. <laughs> oh, I'm just picturing it. Ugh. <laughs> Did you learn anything? 
don't lie to your parents. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was, so the next summer we were on summer vacation and I was telling the real story to my cousin and my brother's like, why are you lying to him? That doesn't, that's not the same story as what you told mom and dad. I was like, yeah, because I lied to mom. Oh. Yeah. So, guess who tells mom and dad? Oh, no. (laughs) We finally get everything aired out, and they're just like, if we weren't on family vacation right now, you would. Oh, because you said we're on family vacation. Yeah, we're like in the back seat, and my brother's like, so, what's with this story? In the car? (laughs) Yep. Or you can't go anywhere? Yeah. I was cornered. (laughs) Wow. You deserved it, though. I did. Yeah. I did. You kind of did. Um, but what, I, w- I want to know what story you did tell them. <laughs> what did Pretty you tell much them? so, back then, we had a large field between the two neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of the field were fences mm-hmm. for where the houses were. And I just told them that's where I lost it. Okay. So, my dad went to go look with some neighbors mm-hmm. over there in the meantime, and Anyway, yeah, it's kind of weird. You said like you were not doing anything bad. And yeah, lost it. like, no, we didn't sneak out. No, we didn't. Yeah, it wasn't we then. It wasn't like, yeah. Oh, oh, well, you're a kid. They forgave you, I'm sure. Yeah. You're the one who has to live with. Exactly. <laughs> live without it. W- live without it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is so, I can't believe I didn't know that. I don't, I just, it's, it's funny because it didn't, the same thing happened at my new job, or new-ish. Um, it was like six months or something before anybody noticed. Oh, sure. And I, I mean, I don't even think about it anymore. It's just. Well, in the pinky too, like, yeah, when you use your hands, you can't really tell it's hidden down here and like, yeah, you can't really tell where it's like, I feel like any other digit you can kind of notice more. Yeah. Um, at least it wasn't your thumb. I feel like your thumb you really need. That would have been a bummer. Just ask Nally. She hates not having a thumb. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Still sleeping. But yeah, awesome. My gosh, that was... Didn't expect that. That's... Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to go back to your art. So, I was just thinking, because I took, I took a macro photo of one of the pieces that you did. Mm-hmm. And... I did a really close-up, and it is crazy how small that you draw the yeah. lines. They're teeny tiny. Like, how do you do that? You even said your own eyes hurt when you do that. It's, I have, uh, I, you kind of get in the rhythm of it. Yeah. And you just, and sometimes, I mean, there's, I don't use a ruler. It's all done by hand. And you just, I have to live with those mistakes. I don't know. That's kind of why I like working with Indian ink, because it's, like, super permanent. Yeah. It's just, like, you got to live with that. Yeah, it's not, there. you can't delete, can't there's no delete it. button. No, no. no command Z. <laughs> <laughs> Undo. Which is also wild, too, because if you look at um, your, your pieces, they are very straight lines, like, and that's all hand and... Like drawn like very like even the thickness of the line is the same. It's very perfect and yeah, it's the the pens the the technical pens that create that like perfect yeah line width. 
Would you ever trust a tattoo artist to do one of your pieces on you? I've considered it. Okay. Because um, I think that would be really cool, but you'd have to find somebody who's as perfectionate as you with the lines. Yeah. Because he's not using the Indian ink that yeah. you have, the pens. It's a little different of keeping the consistency of the thickness. Yeah, especially on skin. I mean, these things are like the same in four directions, like the, the, the size of mm -hmm. whatever. And so, like, you'd have to be, it had to be placed in a, in a spot that, like, is very easy. Or, yeah. Tight? I guess, tight yeah, skin? like, tight skin. And even, that skin. doesn't, like, yeah, like, move a lot? I don't uh, know. I don't know. We need to ask a tattoo <laughs> Yeah, we do, because I don't know that thing. <laughs> <laughs> On to the next podcast. Yeah, I should, I will ask, I should write down questions to ask other people. Do you have a favorite tattoo artist? Uh, mm, there, I have a friend who I've gotten many tattoos from, who okay. I really trust. Yeah. Um, but I haven't gotten like hundreds, you know, lots of tattoos, so mm -hmm. I don't really have a favorite. Um, there are people I love to get tattooed by, mm -hmm. which I think just based on their work, but... Who is that? Um... Oh, I can't think of it. I just know Instagram handles. but Oh, sure. You follow them on Instagram? Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, that but they're is local. beautiful work. Oh, yeah. local people? Yeah. Mm. Um, um, is it a money thing? What do you mean? Why you have it? Oh, time. Just time. prep. Okay. Like, and getting an idea and sticking to it. Yeah. So, I am getting one in September, hopefully. I have a consultation the end of the month for that but that's in memphis oh cool so, yeah you're I'm going, going to see a show and a, trying to wrap a tattoo of course you are the same. <laughs> yeah. that sounds like something you do by myself Just, i like doing of that of course yeah yeah that sounds awesome um those are all things that i would enjoy to do <laughs> i that's um i feel like i went to go see a show in texas once and um invited one of my friends from a state over and like let's let's go yeah. and we went to dinner and we ended up the the place we chose to go to dinner in dallas was next to a tattoo shop and we decided to get tattoos instead of food nice <laughs> so it's like yeah it's a good i felt like it was a very good vacation yeah <laughs> music tattoos friends yeah so those are all very good things right yeah that's yes. great that's great but have you but but with with this we just did it on a whim like mm -hmm. this is just what i get you know i didn't know the artist i feel like that's something you would not do there's a few i mean i i picked from flash for like the friday the 13th before which is cool which we just had one yeah but a friday the 13th i was did, working so i was like um i skipped it this year that's on my bucket list getting a friday the 13th flash tattoo yeah yeah so I'm, where is yours? Uh, the eagle. This is it? In the hand, or the bird in the hand. I don't know if you consider that eagle or a falcon or what. Um, That's, that looks really good. That doesn't look like a normal. I know, because this is from uh, Nikki, the person I was talking about. Um, she owns Uptown Tattoo. Oh, okay. Yeah, on Lindale there. So... Or Minneapolis tattoo. I always get that. I was going to say, I, th so I thought bad. the other owner was oh, somebody gosh, else. Oh, gosh, she's going to okay. kill me. 
That's Does okay. She ever hears this? It's very similar. Don't worry. Maybe um, I'll delete it for you. <laughs> yeah. So this this was the first one, and she actually blew it up a little bit based on the flash, and then she did this one, the little bottle with the um, I don't know, mist or uh, smoke coming out with the skull. Oh, cool. There. Um, and then what else? Well, the this. The hand, the seven-fingered hand, and then the octoset tattoo. That was also done at her shop, but by other people. Now, that's the one on 22nd? 22nd. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very yeah. cool, the all-women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great shop. That's awesome. Why does that hand have a pinky? You mean, why does it have so many <laughs> fingers? Yeah, but it also has a pinky. Oh, well, because this was so, there's a band I really like called Lungfish, and the lead singer, Daniel Higgs, was a tattoo artist for many, many years. Okay. And he put out this book of poems and drawings, or watercolor drawings, um, called the Doomsday Bonnet, and I've always wanted a tattoo out of that. Oh, cool. And so that was the one I picked. That's a cool one. Yeah. And now do you know why it has so many fingers? I do not. It's like the opposite of you. I know. I kind of had to catch up. I like it. No, I like it. That's, everything is awesome. Oh, the recycle tattoo. I love this emblem. I just, this is like, it's like being a design nerd (laughs) and then getting a tattoo based off of that. Um, And I used to do collage a lot. Yeah. When I when I first came up here as well and as an artist it's just like I don't know, I kind of wanted a symbol for that and I kept cutting them out from boxes at work. The the recycle symbol, I have hundreds of them. Like That's I can see that it it re- the recycle symbol. Just looking at it on you, it reflects a lot of the style of art that you do, like it because it's perfect and it's like very shapely and I can see that that is awesome. Yeah. So you you've collected a lot of them. Yeah, uh, I used to cut out because they're like a turned arrow, mm-hmm. so it cut each turned arrow out and then like make little designs with them. Cool. And stuff. Whoa. Um. And utilize the shape in different ways. Like, how do you... There's, like, the fold. And so you cut it at that fold, and that gives you, like, these new shapes to work with. Whoa. And how the arrows could, like, connect up. Yeah. Whoa. That is so cool. So that's... Why is it red? Um, I just... I need... I was like, I want a colored tattoo. Yeah. And the red that was printed on like the craft paper of a cardboard box i just love that color because otherwise you're just getting black oh yeah or like a an off blue or something yeah like these mass produced printed cheap soying boxes yeah um the red i just always loved that particular red and so oh i tried gosh. to emulate that when i got my tattoo i like it that it's red it looks really cool and it's subtle. It's almost like like a watercolor tattoo. Like it's very faint. I, I love it. Um, when did you get that one? Oof. 
um, 2000, I think somewhere between 2005 and 2007. Okay. Somewhere in there. It looks really good. Even, I feel like, too, whenever, like, my tattoos fade and stuff, um, I feel like that, the fact that it's red, it doesn't stand out as, like, faded as much. I don't know. I mean, it's, if you have time to see this. Yeah. It's not that old. I mean, I'd love to get it touched up at some point. Yeah. It was very hastily <laughs> went to go get on a Sunday. But. Yeah. Yeah. How many tattoos do you have? Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven. Eleven? I never counted. Yeah. I'm just like. Gotten. Yeah, just whenever you feel. Yeah. You ever have tattoo fever? Yes. <laughs> I'm. That's why I'm getting a tattoo. In. Mm -hmm. I have tattoo fever all, a lot lately. Yeah. But yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to hold on to the money because I can can get really expensive really fast. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that's awesome. I love to hear the stories of tattoos, even though just having tattoos, I really hate when strangers are like, "What does that mean?" What does that mean? That is, that's from people who don't have tattoos. Yeah. That's like, I, I don't know. It bugs me too. Yeah, like, I think a lot why of Why do you have a cassette tape on the back of your neck? Yeah, do you? I, yeah. I've noticed that one, but I want to see it again. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, that one was, I, yeah. That was like my third tattoo or something. I just loved it. You like cassettes? Yeah, I collect cassettes. Yeah, very cool. What's your favorite? The Cure? <laughs> Um, it's probably, oh, geez, it's a toss-up between Stereolab, um, and Lungfish. Okay. Because those are some early cassettes I bought. I, I actually would have had more favorites, but they were stolen out of my car when I went to a movie. Oh. It wasn't this last movie, was it? No. <laughs> it was all, it was back in high school. Okay. I, Lame. Yeah, it was very lame. Back in Sioux Falls. Sticky finger and dirty car feet. Why would you steal cassettes? Somebody's cassettes. That's rude. Like CDs? Okay. But cassettes? cassettes? Come on. Yeah, that doesn't, doesn't make, make sense. sense. No, <laughs> it doesn't actually. But I hope that they didn't like destroy them. I hope that they use them and listen to them and enjoy them the way you'd did maybe they needed uh, it i would have hoped so i would have hoped they had kept at least like two yeah. out of the 20 or so that's sad yeah i'm sorry you had to deal with that that you're dealing with that <laughs> i'm still dealing with <laughs> no i do you have a cassette well duh you have a cassette player yeah, yeah. yeah. you have like two have you have a, like three i have a hi-fi at home and i have what is that like you know your record player and your cassette deck and it's like a whole system oh, i call cool. it a hi-fi is like that old, that's not the real name it's well it's just like a hi-fi hi system you, oh yeah you know? yeah yeah like low like okay you go to best buy and you <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so i have those i have like a couple four tracks but i have like i started collecting uh walkman's um, oh, heck yeah. So I have an original Walkman. Um, 
And that's my baby. That's the only one Do that you actually bike with plays. It? Huh? Do you bike with it? No. Okay. No, it's too fragile to do that. Really? Yeah. Oh, because it's an original. It's pretty old. You would never do I've that. Just, all I've had to do is change the belts on it. So. What's better, records or cassettes? Oh, that's a good toss-up. Um, I mean, on a... I would say cassettes, just because for me, there's I could go on and on about why, but it's you you pick up right where you left off, and you can you get to flip the thing over, and it's like the exact opposite place on the other side. Yeah. I don't know. There's some weird because of the way that the tracks go, and and it's on this side A and side B yeah I mean yeah. it's like it is like a record player or they're all very similar yeah that flipping that mm -hmm. mechanicalness it's got little gears in it there's something about um, being able to see the way something's working that I really like like a typewriter like a a record player a cassette player like yeah seeing them turn or like turn or hit mm -hmm. you know the ink like you actually get to see it like hit the ink and push it onto your page I love that that's like makes me happy when I make stuff <laughs> it, it it more than just typing really fast yeah and just being like autocorrect cool mindless <laughs> gargle so you have to be very deliberate about each mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Push. you can't just take same with like digital you have to like look at something, think about how you have to get it to look the way you want it to look, and then adjust it accordingly, and then take the picture, and then develop it, and then do all that. Versus now, it's just like, that's cool. <laughs> Looks great. Yes. You know, you never look think about it again. It's the same thing with everything, I think, like, form of art or writing, and, you know, I, I have two typewriters. I don't use them as much anymore, but I was obsessed because, like, except I'm a horrible speller, so it's not good. <laughs> it's not good, but but you can't type super fast, and then it's heavy, mm -hmm. so you have to have a rhythm of typing while you think. You have to think in a flow, and you must think before you type. It's just, like, it's fun, and it's like, keeps it going. My business cards I have are actually from on a typewriter. Like, that's how I made them. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm just... Love that. And I was like, what? This is the one thing I can use this for at the moment. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Business cards are expensive. <gasps> May I steal that from you? Yes. Because the one thing that I've been saving money on, I'm like, you know, doing all this and stuff. And I'm just like... Do I really need business cards though? Because I'm out. So I've been not getting them. But that's a great idea. I can just kind of yeah, make it. Just get, like, I went and got the uh, ones you can feed through your printer. Yeah. And they're already pre perforated. So you just, like, I broke them down into um, just like one long strip and then just fed that through and typed it out. Cool. So. And I guess, I mean, I guess I do have a computer and a printer, but that's boring. It's so boring. So, so boring. 
what I could do, what I could do is I could do something where I do like print a photo of something and then like type over that. So it's got like different things. That might be cool. I could make a design somehow. (gasps) Wow. We don't need to just spend a bunch of money on the things that we're told. (laughs) We can actually make things. Whoa, what? (laughs) Mind blow. Yeah, and also I feel like if you do have the money to buy things and then you don't need them anymore, give it to somebody who does need it. I think that's so nice because I have a lot of stuff from hand-me-downs from other photographers who have retired. It's like, that's super nice. And then that person who does that skill, who were successful, they see that in somebody else, and then you're passing it on. I think that's really cool. Yeah. But do you have that experience? Does mm-hmm. anyone? Yeah. Well, I've done that for other people. Like when they're, they've moved and don't have like any army to. I used to have this old, uh, this I, silverware case that I turned into an art case so I stripped it and then like made little compartments for everything um and just filled it with art materials and I would take that around with me cool it was like my little I don't know Marshall Duchamp box or something or or Joseph Boys maybe even better example um very fluxist uh so I I you know move through your art phases and whatever and I just had it sitting there and so mm-hmm. I gave it to somebody who like it's like you could really use this right now they love it don't yeah, they? they they did yeah. and that's also I think to just spiritually connected everybody but like it when you get like when you start doing like something in your life I feel like you're on the right path when you start getting gifts from people I don't know. I was. Uh, that's what I think. Like, if you're doing the right thing, you start getting these gifts in life, whether it's items or like you know whatever, a new job or something. I don't know, but like I, I always think that that's a sign that you're on the right path. So if you're gifting somebody, you're giving them encouragement to keep going. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but um, speaking of which, that case I have from another photographer that gave it to me, and it's really gross foam in there that I have to get because yeah. it's old and it's like just crumbly so I haven't opened it but I do want to clean it out and like use it for something and put new foam in it and kind of I don't know it's huge though what would you use it for? Uh, I don't know I don't either maybe I should give it maybe I should pass it on clean it up and pass it on if I can't find it. that's a, a large case to put anything in because it's going to get heavy quick. <laughs> right, so it's definitely not a travel case. I feel like maybe a good studio case for something oh, yeah. that doesn't leave the studio, maybe. Like, I mean, I have a case for my lights, so that's... Hmm. I don't know, it's something to ponder on. I don't know. Money? <laughs> <laughs> that's where you keep all your money. <laughs> that would be a great money case. Yes. It's like, if I it's, could have that much. <laughs> well, depends on the denomination you keep in there. Yeah, I feel like that's a case that you bring, you know, when you're doing, you know, dirty business and, you know, whether illegal something <laughs> and you, like, meet somebody at, like, a hotel lobby that's and you swap n- cases. That's pretty nondescript 
It's like <laughs> you're just like <laughs> I'm in this. <laughs> I'm pretty bad. That's pretty obvious. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have to ha- have another case just like that that's filled with like clothes or something that they swab. You should just have two identical ones. One's filled with like basic stuff, and then the other one's filled with like all your hardcore life. Yeah. Things. Oh. I could also just use it in a photo shoot for something if mm-hmm. props are fun. That's why I don't I don't know if you call it do the some online Etsy selling of vintage things. Yeah, hence the gold suit. I have a storage locker full of stuff because I've had to move, but um I I've slowly brought some stuff out to start selling again, but I just use them as props because in my photo shoots and then I sell them off and then it's, you know, just recycle. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't have to go out and buy props and then... My sister does that too. She's got like a little backdrop and different things. And Cute. I'm always like very um, impressed and like blown away by the way that things are put together. Yeah. Like, it's just... It's not my brain. Yeah, to do that. Yeah. Interesting. Because she, she, I know she has clothes. Does she have like a mannequin that she photographs and stuff? And then? Um, for some stuff. Um, Ruby. Because it's a, it's a red mannequin. Oh, I like yeah. that. Mine's Stephanie. <laughs> yeah. No reason. It just came out of my mouth. Um, but she'll... She's got like this this backdrop print thing um, that's on a wooden uh, stretcher. Cool. And then she'll like put hang things from that and like make a little outfit. Cool. And like it like, it coordinates well. And oh it, like, yeah. Looks it makes the outfit stand out with yes. whatever's in the back. I know it's so fun. I love it. I love the product photos. Um, does she does she sell on anything besides like Etsy or? She has a carbon made, I believe. Okay, car- okay, we did yeah. say it. yeah. Um, send me her stuff. I kind of want to see it. Definitely. Fun, yeah. I know, and I don't. I never know what I'm doing <laughs> with the selling and stuff and the podcast. I just let's go, let's do it. <laughs> so, again, yeah, I just I know I need. I like to photograph in different outfits and different you know, stuff, and it's a fun hobby. It's selling and using them into photo shoots, and yeah, you find some really cool stuff at the thrift store. I love, I love savers and unique and stuff. Do you thrift? Uh, occasionally, yeah. I actually have found some really cool stencils. I was going to say, but, but you find some really cool stencils and stuff just, you can trace. I, yeah, it's... It's like, I don't, I don't know if it's a direct correlation, but I always, I found this quote by Ian MacKay speaking about skateboarding and how you look at the world in a different way. Like, you look at a curb mm-hmm. as, and you know, not as like just something to walk over or like be a barrier between one part of the street and another, you know, like the grass mm-hmm. and stuff. It's like, no, this is... This is like this kind of obstacle course. Cool. Like, how do I grind this? Or how do I do that? And so that's 
why I find those like how can I use this little piece of whatever I find on the ground differently than what yeah. it's actually been used for before. And that's what blows my mind about people because every person notices things and everything. You know, like very observant in some ways and not observant in other things. Like um, as a photographer, I, I notice eyes like people. Like I said, like you're like I didn't notice your hand because mm -hmm. I'm like always talking to people's face. Um, or like I've hung out with. Um, oh, there we go. Yeah. The music. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. the music. Um, this, uh, that's the outro music. Yeah. Maybe. See you later. No. Yeah. yeah. I was like, is this a copyright thing if I'm recording people's music? But a lot of people are like, it's in the background. It's not. Yeah. It's, yeah. But um. Oh yeah, so like I, I've hung out with uh, dirt bikers, like the, like is it not dirt bikers, but um, BMX, BMX bikers, and all those um, paths. I've gone on a walk with some friends. We're like, oh, that'd be sick. That'd be sick to jump over. And it's like I don't notice that. Like, <laughs> or like yeah, seeing the world in the past as like something to do with your bike, like kind of the skateboard way. Or I've hung out with painters. We're like, God, that that house is really painted well. Or <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> like never notice that okay like it's so fun what do you and you notice things everywhere like different shapes. oh yeah shapes well that and i when something is just done well like mm -hmm. i just it's it's beautiful yeah it's like and it could be the most mundane thing yeah it's like, Oh, that plumbing looks really awesome. Yeah, <laughs> like that kind of cool. stuff. I just, it's in working that way and doing things. I don't know, just yeah, constant like looking at, pushing yourself to look at the world in a different way. So. I think that's important for everybody because we can easily get stuck in our everyday grind, mm -hmm. you know, doing the same thing. I reach my past so many times, like even like my routes I drive and yeah. then I go like with all my projects with freelance, it's like, oh, I'll be in St. Paul one day or I'll be up here, here, there. Like, and my set days at the studio are not the same. So it's like. Don't ignore <laughs> it. Don't just let it walk on by. Right, exactly. Everybody should enjoy their lives. But yeah, I feel like I've kept you here for a long time. Should we do an exit? Yeah. Yeah, so okay. Thank you for staying so long and chatting. You're welcome. Cool. Well, it's been real. <laughs> Very real. Cool. We'll do a little, I don't know, I don't remember which button does what, but here you choose a button. I think, is that, no? It didn't do anything. <laughs> Wait, let's try again. Wait, what did it say? Or try it again. Wait, or is it one this of the one, these lit up ones. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. So these are pre... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was... <laughs> was not expecting to hear that, but... Yeah, that was, that's great. That's cute. Yeah. Okay.